Welcome to the Daily Dad Podcast. During the week, we bring you a daily meditation of the best parenting wisdom we can find, drawing on history and philosophy and psychology and literature to inspire you to be a little bit better at the most important job you have. And then on the weekends, I have sort of a wrap-up conversation with my friend, fellow dad, and writing partner, Niels Parker. We just explore what's going on in our lives, what we're struggling with as parents, what we're doing well, what we want to do better, and what we've learned along the way, and what we've learned in the last week. So let's go. Hey, it's Ryan. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Dad Podcast. Every morning as part of my morning routine, I shave, even though I can't grow a beard for my life, but I do get stubble, and that is where today's sponsor comes in. I'm talking about Harry's. Most of the time, I think when we're looking at razors, we're choosing between quality or price. You know, we get the bag of crappy razors from the store, or you're getting a close shave from a barber. Well, for a limited time, Harry's is offering their starter set plus a free body wash for just three bucks at harrys.com slash daily dad. Harry's delivers a great shave at a fair price, just $2 per refill to ensure all their products are high quality. They even own their own factory in Germany. And this is one of the only manufacturers in the world to have mastered the technology to create a Gothic arch, which is the gold standard for razor blade grinding. And that's why Harry's has a 100% quality guarantee on their blades. For a limited time, Harry's has an exclusive offer for listeners of the Daily Dad podcast. New customers get a Harry's starter set and a free body wash for just three bucks at harrys.com slash daily dad. That's a $16 value for three bucks. You'll get a five blade razor, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover and a travel size body wash. It's a great deal, but act while supplies last. Go to harrys.com slash daily dad to redeem your offer. Hey everyone, it's Ryan Holiday. Welcome to another special episode of the Daily Dad Podcast. A friend of mine, the sports psychologist, Dr. Jonathan Fader, talks about life as sport. And I think dating back even to the ancient world, human beings have learned from sports. We've used sports as metaphors. You can't read the Stoics and not hear them talk about wrestling and running and boxing, just as we use football metaphors and basketball metaphors today. So, Today, I wanted to put together sort of a compilation episode of some great advice, sort of great parenting lessons we can learn from sports, from coaches, from athletes. We're going to start with some parenting advice from the late, great Kobe Bryant. I'm going to tell you about Jack Harbaugh, who raises two sons who both play each other in the Super Bowl. Pretty incredible. And then we have another one from Jack Harbaugh, which is actually something I repeat with my kids all the time. Every day we ask them this question, so stay tuned for that. And then we're going to talk about Archie Manning and Coach Jim Volvano, the the great Jimmy V. I think you're really going to like this episode. And as I've said, we're trying to do some more of these long-form episodes, compilations about themes, just to help really solidify these lessons. They're good for me to hear again, and I think you're going to like this one too. You are letting them steal from your family. In early January, Kobe Bryant got a note from a reporter at ESPN. She was working on a story about a moment in Lakers history, and she wanted to feature Kobe in the story. It's one of those requests that public figures get all the time. It's part of their job, in fact. It's one of the things that attracted them to the job in the first place, to be in the news, to have people hear their opinion, to grow their brand. 
How long would it have taken to answer this inquiry? 15 minutes, an hour, a few emails back and forth? Who knows? What we do know is how Kobe responded to it. And it's a response made heartbreakingly sad, but also deeply moving considering his tragic death just a few years later. Can't right now, Kobe messaged to the reporter. My girls are keeping me busy. Hit me up in a couple of weeks. How often do you have the discipline to send something like that? How strong are you at putting your family first? How good are your defenses against the endless requests, opportunities, impositions, and obligations that come with your work and life? It's so easy to let people steal your time, to let them take you away from the thing that's keeping you busy, your kids, your family, your private space. Kobe Bryant, tragically, will not get any more time with his kids, and they will not get any more time with him, which is what makes that text he sent such a powerful reminder to us, a final feat of performance left there to inspire those of us continuing in the shadow of his death. Put your family first. Put your kids first. Say that you're too busy. Say no. Politely decline. You have other priorities. They're listening. They really are. It was a cold morning in Iowa City and Jack Harbaugh was dropping off his kids at school. It was freezing. One of those days when the snot freezes in your nose. You're bundled up. You're miserable. Your kids are sluggish. They'd rather be at home in bed or in front of the television. But that's not life. So as he got them out of the car, he knelt down and looked them in the eye and said, come on, gentlemen, let's attack this day with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. And don't take any wooden nickels. What did that even mean? Who knew exactly? Did it matter? The kids probably weren't listening anyway. Like so many dads, Harbaugh kept repeating this ridiculous line because who knows why? That's just what dads do. And not once in the 500 times he said it over the course of their childhood did it get a reaction. Not once. But he kept at it because he thought maybe it would get through. Flash forward half a lifetime. His younger son, Jim Harbaugh, is named the head coach at Stanford. Jack is watching the press conference. His son steps up to the microphone and says, we're going to attack this day with an enthusiasm unknown to mankind. Don't take any wooden nickels. It had been 36 years. My God, Jack said to himself, they were listening. This is a family motto. It was one of those nights the boys could not go to sleep. They had that contagious energy that often keeps brothers awake. The first time their father came in to tell them to go to bed, they didn't listen. The second time, too, more giggling, fighting, playing games, messing around, getting into mischief. Finally, on the third time, Jack Harbaugh was readying himself to yell, just like the father in the movie Step Brothers. Rumpus time is over. And yet he didn't. Instead, he looked at the boys, caught as they were in the middle of their fun, and said, Who could possibly have it better than you two? You share, you laugh, your brothers, you tell each other stories, you share your dreams. Who could have it better than you two? The boys answered in unison, Nobody, Dad. Nobody. It was this question that became the Harbaugh family motto, the one worth aspiring to in every family, rich or poor, big or small. Who has it better than us? Because the truth is, nobody has it better. Nobody has it like your family does. Nobody else's family would make you happier. Nothing could make this better. It's perfect as it is. So relax. 
enjoy it. Lean in to the craziness. This is what putting them first looks like. For his whole career, Archie Manning had been a company man for the New Orleans Saints. He was great, but the team was terrible. For years, they had lost. For years, he had endured poor offensive lines, poor drafting, never even coming close to contention. So you'd think it would have been a second win for his career to be traded to Houston and then to the Vikings. He still had years left in him, a real shot being part of a winning team. But instead, in 1984, he retired. Why? His son, Eli, I sensed that my relationship wasn't quite the same with Eli that it had been with Cooper and Peyton at that age, Manning explained in the book, My First Coach. Eli was kind of shy anyway, and it might have been a little harder for Eli to warm up to you. I was gone, and I didn't like it at all. I remember that that was one of the real joys for me when I retired, that I would be home, that I would be around full-time for Eli, get that relationship that I had with Cooper and Peyton because it was a good one. We talked about putting your kids first. Indeed, that's the first law of Stoic parenting, which we talk about in the Daily Stoic Parenting Challenge. But what does that actually look like? It looks like what Manning did. He walked away from his career. He hung it up early, not because his wife demanded it, not because his son was arrested, but because he could sense that not being around enough was having an impact on young Eli. That's what great parenting looks like what true greatness on and off the field looks like. Would anyone have noticed two more seasons with the Vikings? Maybe, maybe not. You know who definitely noticed and benefited from having his dad around? Eli. And the same goes for you and your family. Just be a fan. Just be a fan. Maybe your kid is into weird stuff. Maybe their heavy metal band sucks or their talents as a white MC are almost offensive. Maybe you can't stand the shows they like, or maybe their dream is an unlikely one at best. What's your job? Your job is to be a fan of them, of their talents or lack thereof, of their chances or lack thereof. We told you the story of Jim Volvano's father. When Jim told him he wanted to win an NCAA championship, his father went into his room, packed a suitcase, and said, I'm ready. He was ready to go and root him on. He believed in his son. However insane the idea was, he was a fan. But look, this cuts the other way too. It's not just about putting up with and encouraging your kids. Maybe you know so much more about this than they do. Maybe they are supremely skilled and have what it takes to go pro. Maybe with the right product and right support, they could be truly special. Maybe you can see how they are falling short. Maybe you are disappointed in how they played or performed or delivered today guess what? Your job is still to be a fan. They don't need a drill sergeant in the living room. They don't need someone calling them out. They don't need someone telling them the hard truths. They don't even necessarily need your money to put them in that fancy league. They don't need you to go in and berate their teachers and demand special treatment. They don't need you to be obsessed. What they need you to be is a fan, a good one, someone who supports them, who loves them, who is rooting for them. They need a fan with a healthy relationship to the game, not a stalker or a crazy person. Just be a fan. It's not that complicated. Hey, thank you for listening to the Daily Dad Podcast. Leave us a review in iTunes. It helps a great deal. Really appreciate it. And of course, if you know any other dads who could benefit from these messages, 
please let them know. <laughs>